Hello and welcome to LA to LA, the podcast with me, Dejanae, also known as Nay, a young girl from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and now living in Los Angeles, California, pursuing a career in entertainment. On this podcast, I'll be exploring the who's, how's, what's, where's, and why's of all things entertainment, pop culture, black culture, and everything in between. I am so excited about this journey, you guys. Like, I'm so excited. This first episode is just going to be a getting to know me and just a little bit about my journey and how I got here. So... Let's go back to the beginning. Let's take it all back to all the way back to sixth grade. <laughs> I am from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, a small town, uh, capital city in Louisiana, and I got my love for entertainment when I attended McKinley Middle. It was a it is a visual performing arts school, and in sixth or seventh grade, I think it was seventh grade had to be seventh grade, I started drama class. And I was like, okay, I like this. It's cool. You know, like, I, I knew I liked movies. Like, I come from a family of, we all love movies. Like, we, we, we quote movies in our daily lives. So we all love movies. But I was like, okay, I like this acting thing. I could do this. And then my teacher, Miss McKeel, she uh, recommended me to be tested for talented theater. And I was like, okay, well, I think I could really do this. So then that's kind of like how I got my start for wanting to be in entertainment. Like, I don't know a me without wanting to work in entertainment. I know, like, when I was in elementary school, I do remember me saying I wanted to be a damn obstetricianist. And I think at one point I wanted to be the president. But, like, come on now. I was in elementary school. Let's be realistic. Um, <laughs> but people say that shit about me now. Like, working in entertainment, let's be realistic. Like, come on, you want to work in entertainment? But seriously, like, it literally was, it's literally all I know. I don't know anything else besides that. So when I got to high school, I went to I went to McKinley High School, McKinley Middle, McKinley High School, Southside, Baton Rouge. And I was like, I got into theater then as well but the program just wasn't what I expected um like I said McKinley Middle was a visual and performing arts school they catered to the arts they they that's all they knew going to a high school that did not cater to the arts the theater and the drama department was just not the same um and I ended up getting out of theater my 10th grade year because me and the teacher, we couldn't really get along, and I, I was getting C's and D's in his class because I was just like, oh, we're not performing, we're just reading. And I, I made it, I made that clear. Like, this is not a performing class, this is a reading class, we're just reading. And me and him just could not get along. And my parents were like, how you want to be an actress and you can't even pass theater? Like, that don't sound like you want to act. And, like, looking back, I'm like, that that's true, like, if my child said they wanted to act and they couldn't pass the acting class, I'm like, do you really want to act? You know what I'm saying? Like, is this really what you want to do? So, yeah, I was like, man, I, I don't care. Like, I'm going to get out of this class. I got out of the class, and then I kind of, like, focused more on just schooling, and then I played basketball, I played volleyball. It, it's just kind of like theater. The acting just kind of went out the window, but my love for entertainment never left. Like, I've always wanted – I knew I wanted to work in entertainment. So, like, I was like, um, 
let me see what I can do besides that. So I kind of researched production jobs. And I was like, okay, well, it's a lot of stuff behind the scenes. Like, woo, this list is long. Like, I can work in casting. I can be a producer, director. I can be a writer. Like, it's a lot of stuff I can do. So I was like, let me let me look into that. So I, I was like, okay, I think I want to write or be a director or maybe a producer. So that is what I'm going to, like, start focusing on post-high school. Um, so I, my first school I ever applied to for college was Howard. I got into Howard, and then I did not go because uh, I didn't get a scholarship to go to Howard. And I was, like, banking on it. I was like, I'm going to get a 26 on ACT. That's all I need to get a scholarship. And I got a damn 25 on the ACT. Yeah, so I didn't go to Howard, and I was like, well, I got free money in Louisiana. I'll go to school here. So I ended up going to University of New Orleans. Now, let me tell y'all, this college journey for me was something else. I was playing in the people's streets. I was not serious about college, let me tell you. I went to UNO for a semester. I do not know why I love UNO. I have no idea why I told my parents I didn't want to go to UNO. I just know I didn't want to go to UNO anymore. I think I was like, oh, it's not for me. The culture is not there. It was really no reason. Like, I really could have graduated from there. But everything happens for a reason. And I left there after a semester, and then I enrolled in LSU. Okay? Well, LSU was hard as hell. It was nothing like UNO. It was nothing like McKinley High School. It was really, like, it was hard. Like, I'm not lying. Like, LSU was hard. And then I was like, okay, this is not for me. No, I didn't say that at first. I actually went to LSU for, like, a few semesters. But in the summertime, I went to BRCC, it's a community college, to, like, get some of my courses out the way to, quote, unquote, graduate early. This shit did not help because I still graduated after five years. Like I said, playing in the people, playing with them people, okay? Not taking this serious at all. So I went to LSU, and then I was like, I want to work in – like, I went to LSU for film. Like, I went to college working – like, I wanted to work in film. So I was like, okay, whatever. I'm going to move to Atlanta in the middle of me going to college. So I was like – in the middle of me going to school. So I was like, I'm going to go to Atlanta, and I'm going to go to school there, and I'm going to go to Georgia State University. Yeah, I went to Georgia State University for a semester, too. But in my defense, in my defense, okay, Atlanta just was not for me. Like, I could not get a break in Atlanta. I was, I did work on a few things. Like, I did, like, do stand-in on Beer Mary Jane. Um, I did some other little things here and there. But it just was not for me. Like, I was just thinking, uh, being in L.A., like, I've, I've gained some friends. And I was like, damn, when I was in Atlanta – I don't know nobody that I was in Atlanta with that I still talk to. Like, I did not even gain a friend in Atlanta. Like, that was crazy. But I went to Atlanta and Georgia State University. I left after a semester. I ended up, my apartment ended up flooding, which was crazy because who knew it flooded in Atlanta? Like, what? But it was just my apartment complex flooded. I had got, like, an allergic reaction. I'm not even allergic to nothing. I don't even know. It was just a lot of bad stuff in, like, within a, within 48 hours. So I called my dad, and I was like, yeah, I'm about to drive this Honda home, and me and you going to fly back 
and get all my stuff and we go we're gonna get in that u-haul and come back to Baton Rouge. and that's what i did i put as much stuff as i can in that honda i drove to Baton Rouge, and me and him got on the plane and we went to my apartment he packed it up and i just sat on the balcony and i watched him well i just sat and watched him back up the apartment got in that u-haul and came back home and then i was like okay let me get serious about this like let me get serious about my life like I've always been very serious about my life been very very serious about my goals very serious never not but I wasn't serious about college and because I in my back of my mind I can do this without college which I could have you know what I'm saying looking back I could have but everything does happen for a reason and I knew going to college was personal for me like I, I realized that after leaving Georgia State like it was personal for me like I want to do that shit for my mama you know what I mean you you Certain things it don't care. It's no matter what what society thinks or or what's a good idea in other people's eyes. You deep down, you be want to do stuff for you, and you be want to make certain people proud. And you could, you should do that if that's what you want to do. And that's what I realized. Like I can do this without college, but I know how proud my my mom, my parents to be if I graduated college. So let me get serious about this. You know, like first, first generation. And I went to um, I went back to LSU. We're not gonna talk about my GPA. We we're never gonna talk about my GPA. So don't ever ask. That's a public service announcement. But I graduated. <laughs> we I graduated in 2019, and I would say college it really shaped me. I did not have the college experience that I had wanted to have all my life. I didn't. But that's life, you know. Like everything is not gonna always pan out how you wanted to and I think a lot had to do with me not going to Howard because I wanted to go to HBCU and looking back on it I should have just did it you know but when you're looking at free money you're gonna just go with free money you know like to a certain extent so after college I decided to teach (laughs) and I taught for two years at Port Allen Middle School uh, which is a small town next to Baton Rouge, right across the water. And I enjoy teaching. I'm never going to say never, but seriously doubt that I would do that again. Let me tell you, teachers do not make enough money. That's all I'm going to say. I Teaching aged me. Like, you guys, I would be so tired after coming home from teaching because like teachers don't get a break you know any other profession we we do get breaks you know or we do have moments to ourselves teaching you don't get a break you don't get a moment to yourself only time you get a moment to yourself is when you go to the restroom even on your off periods you got to meet with people if you're not meeting with teaching you got to go meet with your english department or your math department if you're not meeting with them you got to meet with your principal if you're not meeting with them you got to meet with parents like oh my god it was so draining but that was never something I wanted to do, which is something that I didn't graduate college. I need to give me a job. But I, like I said, I'm always been serious about anything I've ever done. So I was very serious about teaching, like very serious about it and, and wanted to be better or make my students better, which I think I did, you know, to a certain extent. You know, I think I think teaching in those two years, I know I changed a few lives. And, and that's all it was all about, you know, and. Those kids ran me up a wall, but I love, I do love them. And like, you know, some of them follow me on social media now because we're not, um, 
because I'm not a teacher anymore. And I, I really do like, and I generally care about them and their well-being. It's like still to this day. But we'll talk about teaching and that experience on a whole different time. Yeah. So after teaching for two years, and I taught during the pandemic hit while I was teaching, which was another layer of just being a regular teacher. Now I'm doing it during, during the pandemic. And, y'all, I was teaching eighth graders. Let me tell you. Eighth graders. Let me tell you one more time. Eighth graders. They don't know if they coming or they going. They don't know if they happy or they sad. They don't know if they up or they're down. Stressing me out. Felt like I was in eighth grade. Oh, my God. Emotional creatures. Okay. But, yeah, that's that. Um, so, I was teaching for two years. I kind of, some shit happened <laughs> at my job. I wasn't certified, and I was just like, I was trying to get certified, but I knew I didn't want to teach, so I wasn't trying to get certified like I should have. Like, I had gotten into the program and stuff. I was taking the classes and the courses, but I wasn't taking it as serious because at the end of the day, I was teaching, so I'm to make a teacher pay, so who cares about being certified? Like, y'all hire me without being certified, but whatever. So, ended up, they ended up having to hire another certified teacher because I guess it's like a quota you got to meet or whatever. I don't know. And I was without a job, and I didn't know this until the end of, I didn't know this until the last day for the teachers. Like, and I found out in a meeting, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, I wasn't planning on this. Like, I had to make up my mind, okay, well, I'm going to teach five years, you know? Like, I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to keep doing it. And then, you know, when God has when God has a plan for you, it's really nothing you can do. <laughs> like, he going to make you do it, you know? So I think that's that's really what it was. And then I had a friend um, in L.A., and she – we met when, when I interned in college. We met on um on a war show we did, and we had just stayed in touch. And I was like, I reached out to her, and I was like, hey, um, reached out to all of those girls, and I was like, you know, hey, y'all, I lost my job, so just pray for me, you know. But that's what we always would do or whatever. And then she hit me up, and she was like, hey, I got a promotion, and my position needs to be filled. And I was like, well, congrats, and couldn't be more perfect timing or whatever. And that's when I was like, yeah, I'm going to move to L.A. or whatever. I'm going a, I'm to a do this, you know. I was like, I'm not where I was mentally, financially, emotionally, like nothing when I moved to Atlanta. Like, I'm a totally different person. Like, I'm a woman now, you know. Like, I was a child then. Like, I'm a, I'm a grown woman now, so I can do this. And I was like, I told my, my family or whatever, I was going to move or whatever, and I moved within, like, I got the job or whatever, and I moved within, like, I lost my job the end of May, and I moved beginning mid-July, so it was it was really quick or whatever. And that is why my podcast is called L.A. to L.A., because I'm from Louisiana and I'm living in Los Angeles and I'm just trying to figure this out. And it's a lot that I've been learning on the way. Um, it's a lot I've been learning about me, about being a black person, being a black woman, just about being a woman in, in general and just working in entertainment. And I've realized that I had lost my passion. Like so many people were telling me that I had, to, I couldn't act. I had to just stick to production like or stick to something that made sense you know so now I'm like at a point where I'm like I'm gonna act 
I'm going to really try to do this this time. Like, the inner, inner child in me is like, you should do this, you know. And I've, I've prayed about it. I've asked for clarity about it. And that's just where I'm at. Like, I'm, of course, I'm still into production. Like, I still want to write. I still want to direct. All those things. But it's like, if something is, feeding, is, is eating up your soul about and you want to do it, it's a reason. It's a God doesn't just place his things on us or things are not just placed on us okay he he puts it he puts it on us and he puts it in us and we're supposed to follow whatever he's trying to lead us to and I just feel like being in this world is my purpose and I prayed about it I've asked for clarity about it and that's how I know that it is my purpose it is not something that I just am like Oh, let me just do this. And I have my moments where I'm like, I don't know if this is what he wants me to do. But then I ask and I ask for clarity. And then he shows up and he shows shows me so many signs. He's like, girl, this is what you're supposed to be doing. I just can't do nothing but believe. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm like, you know, I just want to talk. I just want to talk about my journey. But I don't really, that's just for today. But this whole podcast, like, Dre, I got something to say. Like, I got something to say. I have a lot to say. I have a lot of people around me, so many amazing and wonderful people around me that got stuff to say. And I'm like, I'm going to create a platform, you know, for the regular folk, for the not regular folk, for the entertainment people, for the not people that are entertainment. Like, I just want to be able to reach so many people with this and with this platform and with this podcast. And I know that I can do that, <laughs> and that's what I'm going to do, and that's why I'm so excited about it. So let me just give y'all some fun facts, and then I'm going to just wrap on up episode one. Um, Like I said, born and raised, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm not from New Orleans. Down here, every time I say I'm from Louisiana, say baby, baby. I do say baby, but I don't say baby like baby. Goodness. Yes, I know what Bourbon Street is, but I am not from New Orleans, you guys. I'm from Baton Rouge. It is a clear difference. Love New Orleans, but it's a clear difference. Capital City, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. That's me. Um, I love to read. Um, don't don't ask me to read anything if you're looking for anything motivational, because I read urban fiction. I might throw in a little motivational here and there. Like, I'm reading Viola Davis' book right now. So, here and there. But overall, I'm reading urban fiction. Ashley Antoinette, Joy Deja King. Like, that's what I'm reading. I am an ethic fan, butterfly fan, all that. I don't, I read urban fiction. I love to read it. Um, I love to write as well. I love sports, basketball, volleyball football i'm a huge saints fan and that's kind of like the main things i love to travel as well my childhood idols um as i've grown up i realized like my childhood idols are like my sister my aunties um just looking back and i'm just like damn like (laughs) I love those women, you know. Um, so that's like coming from a childhood perspective. Like my dad, like well, my brother in law slash dad. We'll get into that later. Um <laughs> love that man. An idol, you know. As far as 
entertainment, my childhood idols are Mary J. Blige. Let me tell you. Mary J. Blige, number top two, where she ain't number two. Let me just tell you. Um, I love to Roger B. Henson, Jada Pinkett. Like, I looked up to her, Angela Bassett. Black woman in Hollywood. Black woman in Hollywood. That's literally my childhood idols, those women. Black women in Hollywood. I don't care if they act, sing, dance, bungee jump. Black women in Hollywood, okay? All of them. My favorite movie, all-time favorite movie, What's Love Got to Do With It? Argue with your mama. What's love got to do with it? Send me somebody who acting better than Angela Bassett and what's love got to do with it. And we'll have a conversation. Okay? What's love got to do with it? I do like set it off is probably set it off probably number two for me. But definitely what's love got to do with it. Um my favorite book, that's hard because I like like I don't really like books if they don't have multiple series so i would say my favorite series is probably the cartel yeah the cartel all time yeah so those are just some quick little fun facts about me um i'll explore so much more about me as we get into more episodes and you'll learn so much about me and i'm just excited you guys like it's it's been a journey like i said even being here, but I just have so, I have so much freaking support, man. Like I'm talking about my, my parents, um, my sisters, my aunties, my godmother, my best friend, my other friends, like, like they, they support me so much. Like it, it takes a village, you know, like it definitely takes a village. And I say that not just speaking from entertainment, but we'll go into this more. Like my, my mom passed when I was six years old and my sister raised me and her husband and that, those who are called my parents. And I mean, from the beginning, like it, it's a village. Like <laughs> I always say when I graduated college, we all graduated. Like anything I do, we all did it like because. It really does take that, you know, and it, and it, and I have so much support back home. I could literally just be like, mm, I don't think I can do this. <laughs> and somebody texts me like, mm, yes, the fuck you can. You can do it. Get it together. This is for you. And just, and just not just support, it's like the prayers, like, <laughs> You know, like, I, I text my aunt one day, and I said, hey, I have an audition, and I need you to pray for me. And then I text her back. I was like, you ain't got to pray for me. I know you always pray for me. You know, like, I just, I just, I'm just so thankful to have a family like that, to have friends like that back home. So it's like, it gives me so much confidence. It gives me so much motivation, so much ammunition to just keep going. Like, I, I could not, could not. I'm really trying not to cry right now. Like, I could not do anything in my life without the support that I have from my from my family and my friends. Like, I can't, you know. And I, and I, I ain't even nowhere near where I want to be in life. Nowhere near where I want to be in life, you know. But I'm just so grateful. I'm just so grateful and so thankful for them. Um, And I'm so, I'm so excited about this podcast, you guys. 
and I am so happy that I started, you know, and I just want to say, like, just start. <laughs> if you want to do something, just do it. Just just start it, you know, like, because you're going to look back and be like, I started it and it didn't work out, or I started it and it's just a blast, you know. It's, 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 only, it's only a yes or a no, like, and I know things get in our way all the time. Like, even with this podcast, y'all order so much stuff. I'm like, why am I ordering all this? I don't even need all this. I don't even know how to use all this. Sent it all back. I was like, mm. I order again whenever. Lost motivation to do it. Then I, f- I was like, okay, I'll order some more stuff. Plugged everything up. I'm like, okay, I got it. Couldn't figure out. It had some technology stuff. I'm like, nah, I'm not doing this. I text my best friend at like 3 in the morning. I'm not doing this. Forget this podcast. It's stupid, whatever. I can't figure it out. But I ain't nothing but the devil. You know what I'm saying? Like, just trying to get in the way of, of, of things that you know that you're supposed to be doing. Things that you and God and I already talked about. That the devil trying to come in the way and trying to stop you. Like, you know, but that's life. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying it on a smaller scale with this podcast. But that's life. That's everyday life. We all go through it. And if you want to do something, just start it. You know? Just do it. And... That's that for episode one. Just getting to know me. Episode two will be coming to you within the next week. My first guest is going to be my former teacher. Now, one of my closest friends. <laughs> I know, it's crazy. I have an old soul. You, you'll, you'll get it, <laughs> you know. My, one of my former teachers, now one of my closest friends. And we're going to just talk about so much battling depression we're going to talk about how we became and have had this relationship we're going to talk about black women and entertainment we're going to talk about how she is like one of the main persons who made me kind of look at entertainment from both sides yeah so I took her in 11th grade Miss Hunter and I'm so excited for her to be my my first guest so 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 excited And that is a wrap for episode one. And I'm so ready to bring you episode two. I am so excited. I'm so happy, you guys. I'm so happy I did this. And if you can't feel it or hear it through the mic, I'm sorry. You know? Sending so much love, sending so much peace, so much prayer, so much joy to all of you. Thank you for tuning in. I love you so much. And like my church say, Greater Mount Canaan Baptist I love you but God loves you more Okay I'll see y'all in the next episode